Welcome everyone once again to Anatomy of an Idiot. This is episode 11. I am your host Jonathan Dishaw and with me as always I have my two unprepared co-hosts. Say hi boys. Hi, I'm Brian, and I moonlight as a psychic detective who solves murder mysteries. But you don't know that yet. And I'm Paul, and I may or may not have gone in a extended van packing road trip with who, who may or may not be my significant other. And I have returned from said trip only to lawyer up and subsequently go missing after the fact. Paul, that was so dirty. You're you're really hitting this one hard, like right that off was the bat. Like, so for for the uninformed, um, also known as me, not known as John, a, a famous uh, neighbor famous. per se of, of Brian's, right? She's a, she's an influencer. Uh, remind me the name again, there, Brian. Uh, Gabby Petito. Gabby Petito, Gabriella Petito, legally known, right? She uh, she and her boyfriend were going on this like minimalistic road trip, living in the van, camping places. And like I said, uh, her boyfriend has disappeared after her supposed disappearance. He's a and wanted man. <laughs> and the fact that it's everything that, that, that loops in the intricacies of this case is just like, it's a field day for someone who studies humans and humans' behavior for a living. It's, it's quite fascinating. Just for the record, she is not a neighbor, but more of like a, in the same county as me. Long Island, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a fairly long island. <laughs> oh, goodness, like that's a bad joke. three hours. Wow, yeah. Three hours, uh, yeah. end to end, basically. That's like saying someone who lives in Beverly Hills is my neighbor. Anyways, to just today, on the day of this recording, on uh, September 20th, it was revealed on Twitter that her body was found. Because, not because any police station, as far as I'm aware put it out or any investigative source but her influencers happened to be in the area and picked it up on a uh, her her following right picked up on the police scanner frequency that a body was found so it wasn't even like her body we don't know yet we, nothing's been confirmed and um well as to me it's from from what i heard i thought like her father like identified the body but maybe, uh, maybe I, I'm yeah. wrong. Maybe I, I, I heard her father confirmed on Twitter through Reddit, right? I read on Reddit that her father confirmed on Twitter that they found her body. This is like third-hand information at this point? Yeah, third, yeah thir- third, third to fourth-hand Anatomy of an idiot, third-hand news. But, so so this, this raises a whole bunch of concerns for a... Um, Did you hear about for this? Me. So, so for, for me, it's it's a matter of... How close are we to, like, vigilante justice? I mean, she's an influencer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, has several thousand people following her and her minimalistic journey into the wilderness, right? And people were looking for it. People have been dissecting her TikToks, have been like, she doesn't normally use two emojis. She uses one emoji on the left and then uses this other thing on the right. And I'm like, it boggles my mind. Who has time for this? Oh which my God, Paul, in, you've really like steered which, into this. 
which which is goes back to our topic on parasocial relationships mm-hmm. back in episode nine, the real episode nine. Oh God, probably I, yeah, I don't probably remember anymore. Nine. So we, yeah. we we have disc- we've discussed this right. So social media influencer goes missing, her fan base goes mad. Right, they're not only inundating police with their tips. But then they're actually going out there and looking for her, not as part of any like official search party, so they could possibly even contaminate mm-hmm. crime scenes. You know, how many times have we heard of fans mobbing people out and about, right? Celebrities. <laughs> While they're alive. There's, there's literally a movie about this starring Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem through an allegorical like Bible story that was recently as recently in theaters as of like 2017, 2018. I forget what it was called, but yeah, like there's literally the, the it's literally about the dangers of worship and, and blind. Yeah. Blind worship basically. Hmm. Okay. So to confirm, yes, the, the father did confirm on Twitter, but uh, you know, Usually we would wait for the official press conference, the coroner, the medical the medical investigator, the sheriff would be there to announce the search is over. This is what we have so far. This is what we know. But that's from what I'm a perspective. This, at this moment, and in my ignorance, has not happened. Because Twitter did it for us, right? So let, let me ask you this question. Sure. Um... Why does why is this case getting so much media attention? Did you not listen to anything I said? I know you never listened to me, but in the last, she is a social media influencer with well, a right. massive is, following. Is, yeah. is that is that the entire reason? I can append that she was a blogger slash nutritionist that worked remotely from up until her disappearance. Her van, so she was mm-hmm. in constant contact with clients and and just. You know, working basically. I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess, just because she's a minor celebrity, like that's the entire reason. This Not is even such that. a media like, circus. I think it's more of like the the nature of her disappearance paired with her fiance's activities following her disappearance. He returns to his parents. People go missing all the time. Like, uh, and absolutely, and actually, that's a phenomenon that occurs in the United States. There's actually investigators, a la Brian, not knowing where, we don't know he's a psychic detective. Um, there's a phenomenon in the U.S. that people go into national forests, state forests, and just vanish for mm-hmm. even up to months on end. And then they are found in places that are inaccessible to the layperson. Like, you need either heavy equipment, aircraft, and or heavy belaying equipment. It's um it's actually such a phenomenon that it's called missing 411. If anyone wants to look it up, um there's an author, I can look up his name that does that does uh, thousands of cases just like this every year. And some people think there is some conspiracy theories behind it. Um you know, men in suits, tinfoil hats, you know, black vans, what have you, right? But because her journey was so detailed like Brian said, that like, you so could documented. trace her, yeah, documented. You can trace her movements in her journeys because her life was an open book, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that it, it like you like I do give you credit, John. Like you said, 
it's not the first time someone's gone missing. It's so common it happens every day, pretty much. The The difference was when her fiancé boyfriend came back, he didn't come back to, you know, my, my, my fiancé's gone missing. No, he flew from somewhere between either Utah or Wyoming. She was back discovered to Flo- in Wyoming, I believe. Yeah, she was discovered in Wyoming. So he flew back to Florida. No, did he no, drive no, no. back? He, he drove back he, he to drove Florida. He drove the van Her back van, to Florida. Back to Florida and then stayed with his parents for a couple days and then and, presumably and lawyered up. Yeah, yeah, they're presumably Don't forget the complicit. lawyered up part. Yeah, lawyered up. She, <laughs> the parents are presumably complicit and then he disappears and as of this recording is still quote unquote on the run or I guess missing. Yeah, he uh, he shares your name, Brian. <laughs> Unfortunately, Brian and my my initials, laundry, laundry, yeah. Brian Laundry. I don't know, Brian. That's a little little too that too little circumspect like, for me. Yeah, that sounds like a fake name I would use to get out of doing my laundry <laughs> or start my own so, laundering business. Do you guys have like a fake name that you have planned? I have like, several. Just in case you ever had to. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I do I've not got, have a fake name. I've got Byron Level. I've got John LeBeau, which there's That's a whole a like, yeah, yeah, just those two notably. And for the record, the, the author's name is David Politis, if anyone's interested in the missing 411 phenomenon. Hmm. Um, but yes, so... We'll post it on fact, Twitter. We'll post it on the Twitter. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet David, so um, keep doing Hashtag. what you do, sir. Uh, people need to be found. But so I'm interested in... If he ever does show up, right, he could be in the middle of, you know, a country that does not do extradition to the United States, right? Mexico, be, notably. I think Notably, he's, some Central American countries as well, or the Caribbean. He's close I mean, enough he's to the border. Man. Yeah, he's close yeah. enough to the border where he could make it, you know, in an overnight drive. The 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 fact of the matter is, if uh, you're, I get it, you're coming back, maybe you got on a fight... You know she. You haven't seen her because you took her van, but why would your first instinct be lawyer up? Like it to me, it doesn't make a lick of sense, right? I mean, but he then, probably confessed to the lawyer, and then they're uh, tr- probably buying. Privilege. They're probably buying time to set up a defense case. You know, but there's at the, the same time, no no lawyer in his right mind would advise his client to flee because mm-hmm. that makes you look guilty in the in the right. court of public opinion. And possibly taint a jury pool, you know. Right, and and the big thing is like, why didn't he just report her missing? The, the, Better yet, why did he take her van on a cross country? I mean, trip? like they were pulled over about maybe two or three weeks before the disappearance, and mm-hmm. there was a police report filed naturally because like the, this it was this whole like hour long highway congestion, I suppose, regarding their so, their fight, one of their you, final fights. So, Brian, mm. what was the, like, I didn't get to see it yet, based, based on my Yeah, like, day. a local Fox affiliate posted it on their YouTube, and it was basically, like, she was emotional, I guess, rightfully so. They had just had a fight in the car, and they were pulled over by a sheriff or patrolman or something, and basically they wanted both sides of the story, and mm-hmm. he so, I mean, refused to press charges on what was he had like scratches on him Mm -hmm. so yeah basically he refused to press charges against her and that was the end of it so it's curious right when when these two 
have drastically altered their life for the sake of the gram, right? It's what, you know, people, what the saying is. Take one for the gram, right? right. Um, Instagram, if you didn't know what that meant, listening. Hashtag um, influencer hashtag, for right. the gram. Hashtag influencer. Yeah, exactly. It's because it, they change their lives fundamentally, and how much tension does that cause in their already existing relationship? Now, if you get into a fight with somebody, you can go outside, take a walk, go for a drive, what have you. But if you're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and you're in an argument with somebody, you might need you, you might you might love them, but you might not like them in that moment. What? How do you? How you do? Right? I mean. What Could do? it be possible that they got into it and she's like, you know what? I'm out of here. You know, bail out, you know, pull over. What? Pull over. And then she gets out and he drives away and thinking, oh, she'll, she'll be back. And she wanders off into some woods and then some missing 411 thing happens. And here we are. Mm-hmm. But it, it, to me, it doesn't add up why he would lawyer up right away. Why not file, like John said, file a missing persons report? I mean, he didn't strike me as the smartest. Uh, well, no, poli- that's what you say. The, the, the smart ones don't get caught. The the dumb ones do. Um, right, and like to all intents and purposes, he was caught. Just he got away afterward. Did he get caught though? I mean, he hasn't been caught yet. And he will be. He's only, and for the record, he is only a person of interest. Yeah, to so, be innocent until proven guilty. Like we let, let's as, never as much, forget that. As much shit as we're talking about the guy right now, that is something that we need to keep in mind. No, I, I, and I, and I do realize that when I caught myself. Um, right, but if you disappear while being a person of interest, people put two and two together. People make assumptions. You know what yeah. I said about assumptions, right, Brian? The the unfortunate thing of all this, again, I go back to besides the, the fact that she's dead. The besides the fact that she has been confirmed dead. On social media, no less, right? So it's still third hand. I'm not getting a direct source yet. That this is how the way we're going towards, right? So back to my original. How long until we have vigilante justice? Mm-hmm. Didn't the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal like cover this night right? Not Night Rider. Um, so, somebody help me out here. Um, I mean, Jake you're the Gyllenhaal. movie guy. You're the yeah. yeah you're the. You're I didn't the actually movie guy. see it. It's not Baby Driver. Nightcrawler, I believe it was called. I, I have no idea what that is. Nightcrawler 2014 um, film starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, where he basically influences crime scenes or something. Something, something. Um, oh, okay. So he, we're not talking about the uh, the mutant Nightcrawler. No, he's, a, he's basically a freelance photojournalist who influences crime scenes by like either agitating them or... Yeah, so so he's directly involved with that which he's reporting on, which is like so, which is, anti-journalism which is, 101. Yeah. Which is funny because in Assassin's Creed Unity, there is side quests, or was it Syndicate? I forget. There are side quests where you solve murders, and you end up finding out that the person committing all the murders is the one who hired you to quote-unquote solve who planted evidence to point to specific people that journalists wanted out of the picture. <laughs> That's almost actually the plot of um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. No, When right? Nature Calls. When Nature, when nature Calls. calls. Ah, the the rich guy hires him to investigate the thing, but he's the one doing the thing. 
So, right, to, to diffuse, uh, project blame, deflect blame. Uh, so de- the, the, deflect the, suspicion. So the, suspicion. So the, then the question, again, stands, you know, when is it gonna, this going to go too far where they actually impede on an active investigation mm-hmm. and possibly taint evidence, crime scenes, whatnot? I mean, it's... I think it's only a matter of time. We already got can you already hear police scanners on your on your smartphone. I mean Yeah, but isn't there like a delay? I've listened to a few police scanners and there I don't quote me on this. There may or may not be like a fifteen minute delay on the scanner. At least yes, when I listen if, on like a, a web browser or something. But okay, so let's say her police scanner goes off in the middle of Bum if nowhere, Wyoming. Body was sound send labs and you know crime csi right mm-hmm. in those 15 minute delay local people in that local village who have access to the internet can go to that area 15 minute delay or not and get there maybe before the crime labs get there you never know what where they're flying in from or where they're what connections they have to make right mm-hmm. and possibly co- contaminate the crime scene before the police can get an get an actual um, secure perimeter, because I don't know if you guys ever see like search grids, right? When they're searching for people, it's you know anything within an, within what a ten minutes to one hour to multiple hours, right? It's it's, it's likelihoods, right? It's it's scenarios. Yeah, isn't it like seventy two hours? Like it's it changes the nature of the search. Well, no, the seventy two hours of a crime is if you within those seventy two, you are more likely to catch the uh, alleged perpetrator than if you surpass him in two hours. It's just statistics, right? Which then leads me to the, to back to the 411 thing, right? The missing 411, you know, when, where was her body found? What part, how accessible was it? Is this, was he just happened to be there and we have someone else? I don't know. And I'm not a thousand percent sure, but it may have been woods, like a wooded area. Oh, I'm sure Wyoming is like 98% woods. <laughs> mm, wow. And then the other 2% is like towns Community. and cities, yeah. right? Communities. But like, where was she, like, I know it's woods, but like, what part of the woods was she found? Is it accessible? Can she make it there without her supplies? Because apparently those were in Florida where his, where his parents live. I mean, I don't know. So, but the fact that I know so much about it just by listening to news reports and doing a little bit of digging, I wonder how deep some people have gone with it. Yeah, imagine what people who actually care would know. I'm sure they set up a perimeter for the, you know, for the area in which she was found. Well, so search grids, right? If you're, if if a, a team found her somewhere, found a body, right? At the point of just a body, they would set a perimeter around maybe block off some access roads but again that won't stop someone who cared enough to get into the area and start messing with the police crime scene i just it just it's it's a disturbing trend in my opinion (laughs) we've we've gone from people thinking they're joker to people thinking they're batman oh no no but that that line is very thin mr dishaw and you know this i mean that's kind of the whole point of their uh their the whole shtick, right? That's their, the, their whole uh, shtick, yeah. They're they're the, the same person, just two sides of the same coin. 
you know, just one lost their mind and the other one lost their parents. Thinks he hasn't lost his mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So while on the subject of things that make me lose faith in humanity, uh, Brian, was there a a certain game you've been you've been playing lately? Oh gosh, uh, on the topic of games, uh, the Call of Duty Vanguard beta was just this weekend. I think it ended tonight, maybe at the time oh, of this recording. God, Call of Duty. I, I'd like just... to point out just before you get into this that the Age of Empires four open beta was also this weekend and ended quite today. a successful beta being that it beat me into tears <laughs> on my pillow I, I i just wanted to point out Bite like two very Bite different gaming audiences yeah but yeah we're, like... we're, we're appealing to the the broadest base ever of all time so to, to be being someone who used to be part of one of the two and who's still kind of in one of them I used to be in. Um, I used to enjoy partaking in a Call of Duty online multiplayer until I got tired of the t- the twelve and eleven year olds screaming at me and insulting me for killing them in- on mass. Right. Um, and now you play GTA Online. Well, but then I just hear Brian scream and call me insulting <laughs> for killing him on mass. <laughs> hey, you don't kill me that much. Like you don't kill enough, me without. I kill you enough where it says your nemesis has is in this server. You're you one of your friends. You don't kill me without cause. Let's put it that way. But no, this the no, state of the state of a Call of Duty lobby in 2021. Like I watched, hoping it would have matured like a fine wine. <laughs> Absolutely, that's, that's not. almost that is such an idiotic statement. It's on the same level as when John said, "I don't need Discord for this record session." And, he, <laughs> and before he cuts out, he just he's gone. Yeah, before before we started recording, I was like, oh, I need to silence my phone. I need to, like, close all my browser windows so no notifications pop up. Oh, I don't need Discord for this. Let me close that real quick. Ah, shit. And but me and Brian for... did not hear the, let me close this. And we didn't hear the real quick part because he just left the, the record room we were in. And both me and Brian just ripped into hysterics. It was, it was, it was priceless. The joke for the listener is that we use Discord to communicate for these podcast recordings, as of recently. But I digress on that. Um, so, idiotic. Why would you think? Why would you think Call of Duty would mature with time? Maybe I didn't think it. I hoped it, but it's, um, it's like milk. You're hoping milk would turn to something more tasty. I no. mean, yeah, you get yogurt eventually. Throw it away. <laughs> no, but then I, um, gaming lobbies in general have always been really. I don't want to say toxic. It's such a cop-out word, I think. I think we can come up with a better word for it. Yeah. Um, All right, Mr. Mr. Literacy over here. What what, what would you use? Mr. Poetic. God, you're putting me on the spot here. Grab a thesaurus, why don't you? I mean, I I still use the word toxic because it is very accurate. But I I, I think it has lost its its oomph, like semantic satiation, you know? Like, no, nobody cares if you call them toxic anymore. I would say it's not so much a product of, like, video game lobbies and, and chat rooms like that. I, I would say it goes even deeper than that. And it's just the anonymity. The anonymity, thank you, of the internet in general. Right? Like, if you're interacting with someone that 
you will never see again probably then there's nothing stopping you from being an asshole except for yourself and i'm Jokes sure Brian, on you we're always assholes to each other yeah it sort of plays into the into the meme of like things that give the the pie chart things that give people feelings of power money status uh positive kd ratio <laughs> which sort of plays into the behavior of like you know the shut the fuck up pussy you couldn't even go positive in a in a call of duty game like mm-hmm. it, well and th- in the real world for example Brian you you've worked retail you know a lot of a lot of your jobs have been that like absolutely I'm, I'm sure you have similar experiences right you have customers that you know think oh I'm never gonna fucking see this guy again I'm just gonna be a dickhead to him oh yeah it happens all the time like every other day maybe not that frequently but you get the point is that it, it it's a typical Tuesday for a retail worker mm-hmm. normal normal Tuesday night for for Bowden the retail person yeah it doesn't have the same ring to it as a uh, cannibal shred LaBeouf <laughs> or prison Bowden for that matter <laughs> for the, if you know you know oh no not prison Bowden nobody likes that guy they they use him as currency. Despite his good intentions, he's not very well liked. He's me. He hates the de- he hates the Dementors though. <laughs> he really does. No, but uh, yeah, treat your retail empo- treat your retail customer service employees respectfully. Would you? And, if that if I can. Kinda, it, go ahead. We have gone a record of treating people with respect on this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, was it last what, episode or the time before? We talked if about, I can like, impart humanity with one message, it's treat customer service employees with respect. I mean, oh, oh, good. I was ex- worried. Expand it. Go, you know, just straight golden rule, right? Pay it forward. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Exactly. Which is why, you know, which is why I give Brian so much shit all the time. I want him to retaliate. I just eat and it. The the mo- the moments he does though are 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 few and precious. They are brilliant. Pret- they are moments of brilliance. It's like seeing 30-something years of repression just come out in one small swoop, and I'm and I'm here for it. But what I won't treat with respect are John's idiot stories. And John, you, you have something we've been clamoring for and, and long have promised. A yes. user-submitted okay. besides, idiot story. Besides the great Discord kerfluffle of 2021? Oh, that's that's going to happen again tomorrow. Anyways, sure. John, we so, have our very first user-submitted idiot story. Take it yes, away. Yes, and, and I've promised it for the last couple of episodes, but I forgot to go find it in my messages uh, before recording the last couple episodes. Okay, so um, a buddy of mine um, sent me this story... A while back at this point. Let's see, where do, where do I start? Um, so he has uh, a one-year-old son, and he is a stay-at-home dad for the most part. And so on this particular day, he was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, fix up my gaming PC. I'm going to do some, like, cable management upgrades and stuff like that. So he's like, okay. I'm going to I'm going to install this like cable management bar under my desk before I put the kid down for a nap. And so he pulls it out and he gets under his desk and he like his previous uh, cable management solution was just a big like strip of tape holding his cables to the bottom of his desk. 
which honestly I think is pretty brilliant. I, I, I could use some cable management myself, to be honest. So he pulls the tape off, he balls it up, and he throws it at his kid. And he's like, here, play with this while I work. And then he gets out from under his desk to grab the bag of screws to screw this, like, cable management bar into his desk. And he can't find them. And he looks everywhere for, like, 15 minutes. He's like, it's not in my pockets. It's not, like, on the desk. It's not anywhere in this room. It's not in the kitchen. I don't know why it would be in the kitchen, but it's not in the kitchen. So he's panicking at this point, and he's like, the kid must have swallowed this bag of screws. As, as kids do. Now, are we talking so, micro screws, like little tiny ones, or like actual, like, yeah, you know, just thumb sized screws? I'd say a quarter to half inch screws. So just, just big enough to, to screw something into a desk. Sure. So, like, it's, it's very reasonable that a child of this age would just put the bag in his mouth and swallow it. And so he calls his wife, he takes the kid to the ER. He sits there in the lobby for an hour. Uh, Then they finally get to take the x-ray. That is crucial digestion time, by the way. Mm -hmm. Two hours after that, the doctor comes out and says, hey, like, x-rays, you know, clear. There's nothing in his stomach. So uh, an hour after that, they tell him, yeah, we, we can't figure out, you know, if he's actually swallowed anything. So go home. So he ends up paying $150 for his copay and just goes home. And as soon as he gets home, he finds the bag of screws. It was balled up in that ball of tape that he threw at the kid. See, where, where I come from, I call that the idiot text, right? I mean... And, and that's kind of how I broke it to him, too. That's kind of a good baseline for an idiot story. I can, I can envision the panic that would set in if your child, you know, you, you suspect them of eating metal screws like... I dropped something on the floor that wouldn't be good for one of my dogs. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to pick this right away. Like chocolate mm-hmm. or grapes Just or something. Instant right? panic. Instant panic, right? But at the same time, I'm, I'm envisioning eat, try, a child trying to eat a bag of screws. And I'm envisioning a child can't even put Cheerios in their mouth with like getting 10 or 15 scattered somewhere, right? <laughs> like I, I've, I've cared for children in my life. I know what this is. And... I've raised three younger siblings. I know exactly what they can you do. You know exactly. I know I've, I've been around my cousins when they were that age, right? So I would I would see, like, screws everywhere around where the child was. Just because I don't think the child would be neat enough to, like, put all the little screws in their mouth and consume it. Oh, I would assume it's they're, they're all still in the bag, like a little Ziploc bag. Right, but then the child would, in, would immediately enter, like, breathing problems because... Their trachea or their esophagus or their windpipe probably is not big enough to accommodate a bag of screws. Mm-hmm. But Panic again, brain I'm, not, doesn't, I'm uh, not said I'm not said idiot, and I'm not in this moment, so I am not qualified to judge. So, Sir. thank you, my my friend, who will remain unnamed, uh, for your contribution to Anatomy of an Idiot's idiot stories. I greatly appreciate that. And um, listener, if you want to submit. Uh, user-generated um, content, go ahead and, uh, and, and DM us. Follow us on, uh, on our socials. We have at um, AnatomyIdiotPod, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Is that nope. up? 
No, Looking we just at you, use Brian? the Twitter these days. We, just, we, don't, the we Twitter? don't do that here. We don't do that oh, here. We, we don't do that here. Mr. Marketing Degree over there. But Mr. yeah, T'Challa. go and follow us. Send us a DM. We would love to hear a user-submitted idiot story. Uh, we add, do add love to, to dissect them and judge them. We judge harshly. We, I, I Officially Paul. Mostly Paul. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was thinking about this. Like, a lot of idiot stories that come up are like, you're trying to be an adult somehow, right? You're trying to either do some kind of home improvement project or you're trying to just um, do something related to work, right? Something um, to improve yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it <laughs> amazing how much that backfires. Every so the lesson is never, day. never do anything. The lesson Stay here, at kids, home. is don't try. Dad, that's a horrible lesson. <laughs> and there's, there's our, our Simpsons obligatory Simpsons reference. Uh, there's one for every scenario, boys, and you know I'm, I can recall them at, on, a, on a whim, if you will. Yeah, got them. Um, so, <laughs> on on this same topic, um, I actually have my own uh, micro idiot story. I think I'm, I'm comfortable Besides calling it that. Besides the whole cutting Discord off before the yes, uh, yes, the record. okay. Please let us indulge, and I will judge accordingly. Uh, this is this is also a uh, home improvement uh, based story. I bought a what would you call this? A Bluetooth like app controlled light bulb. Oh, like fun! LED smart bulb light bulb, and you can so yeah, smart light. Setting bulb. Thank you. setting some mood lighting. I I hear. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> you, you know me very well. <laughs> too too much. Too well. So. I, I brought it home and I was like, okay, I'm going to put this in like my light fixture in my bedroom, like where, where my, where my ceiling fan is. Right. So I go and I take off the cover for my ceiling fan and I go to unscrew the old bulb and I realize, oh no, this is not the same type of bulb. Like it's not a screw type. It's got like two little pegs that like just slot into the thing and lock in. Ah, the future. The future. So I'm like, okay, where can I put this bulb? And I'm like, oh, I've got a little, I've got a lamp next to my desk. I can put it in there. But no, that's, these are screw type bulbs, but they're like smaller. So this bulb still doesn't fit in that. And I'm just walking back and forth thinking like, where can I put this damn bulb? <gasps> I've got it. The bathroom. So I go into my, uh, my, my bathroom has, um, like, a shower area and a toilet area. And the toilet area is, like, I just call it my shit closet. Because it's just, it's literally just the toilet in that in that little room. Sounds like you're from Germany. An old-fashioned Warsh closet. Yeah, exactly. Mine, mine the shite closet. Scheisse closet. <laughs> Your scheisse closet. <laughs> That's probably the, the right word, too. Fucking no, they I, use, do believe, I do believe Shiza is, is I, German, yes. Go I on. believe they use water closet classically, like the rest of the world. And Americans are to, weird. We use bathrooms. To be to be fair, I first learned of the term water closet, not from any experience abroad, from Hey Arnold. No kidding. Grandpa would like emerge it. Grandpa would emerge from the WC. And then when I asked somebody who was way more cultured than I was, oh that means wash closet. And they said it that way. Instead of a wash closet. A yeah. wash closet. Wash, because they're from somewhere up north. I don't know. I don't remember. See, I learned it from Diary of Anne Frank. The water closet. Eighth grade. 
my memories. That could... you know, I don't, I don't think I ever read the Diary of Anne Frank, which is maybe amazing. you should. Maybe you should culture yourself, idiot. See? <laughs> Damn, that, Brian! That's all I you... ever wanted was for you to insult me like that. You, you didn't have to kill him. <laughs> See, like I said, the moments when when Brian goes after John are few and precious and must be defended at all costs. Mostly and now public. this will live on forever. In public. Mostly in public. So I go into the bathroom, and I go to unscrew the old bulb. And mm. I start unscrewing it, and it immediately shatters in my hand. <laughs> so I'm like, oh There's my blood god. everywhere. <laughs> no, thankfully it didn't cut me. Like, it, it, it shattered and, like, sprayed all over the bathroom floor. Like a pop? Did yeah, it pop? like it, it, okay. it popped and there was like a blue flash when it popped. Okay. So yeah, um, it, it overwhelmed whatever the the air, the, the gas was in there, right? So mm-hmm. that was the blue light. So l- luckily I had my, uh, my lover with me at the time. And so she went downstairs and grabbed the broom and swept up around me so I could get down from my step stool safely. So I'm like, okay, I've got half of a light bulb still stuck in this in this fixture how do Mm. i remove it so i call my dad who is an expert in all things home improvement and he's like oh yeah you could uh you could like put a carrot in there or a potato a potato i was gonna say potato exactly you're looking to take away not add on no no no. because you would stab the jagged parts with this root vegetable and then just use the, the, the bigger part of the root vegetable to and screw twist. out. Yeah. It, I, it's common yeah, knowledge, I, I thought. I suppose. Uh, no, not where, not where my expertise lies. I, I was about to go grab a cucumber from downstairs because we had just made a Greek salad, which was great, by the way. And then I'm like, you know what? I bet I could just do it with pliers. I'm sorry. That sounds like a diet mm. of inconvenience. You have to make something? I did not make it. She did. Ah, uh, Okay. So, 100% convenient. I don't know, John. Making food for each other sounds more than just lovers to me, but that's... I'm going to withhold further judgment. Okay. (laughs) So, I go and I grab the pair of pliers, and I unscrew the bulb, thankfully. It worked the first try. And I screw in the new smart bulb, right? And I turn it on, and it goes, red, green, blue, white. And I'm like... Oh, that's awesome. I have a rave in my shit closet. <laughs> that's your confirmation that it's working. Then you gotta, what, sync it with your phone or something? Right. So the problem that I have now is it's not detected by the app. Oh, no. Update your app, so, man. So I, I just downloaded it. So this bulb is stuck in demo mode. So every time I have to go to the bathroom, I turn the light switch on. You're sitting in a rave. It only does it once, right? It only cycles through the colors one time, mm-hmm. and then it's a nice, like, white light. But if I ever have to, like, rush into that bathroom, it, there's a delay when I hit the switch. So, like, I, I might just have so to shit in the dark. You're squatting blind? You're going in yeah. blind? That's a, that's yeah. a rocky, that's a rocky uh, landing there, sir. So that's uh, that. That is one of my many idiot stories from you, the past. You might week. need the backboard for that that poo that particular day. <laughs> so this is gonna be a really really weird segue. Um, you brought up my diet of convenience. 
Yes. Um, One of the other topics I wanted to talk about today was um, food related. Ooh, I do like food. Food goes um, here. <laughs> food John. goes here. Yeah. No, pe- people ask me all the time. It's like, John, do you have any like diet restrictions or or just foods you don't like? And I'm just like, Mm-mm, food goes here. I, now, the one I heard today is you, you're on the tea diet. The tea diet. Tacos, tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I've heard the seafood diet. Well, right. who I has see it? food yeah. and I eat it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Except shrimp. I don't like shrimp. I but generally don't like most seafood. Well, can't, can't. Agree, agree to disagree. Sure. I think you're going to ask us about some kind of food we like to prepare. Or? Yeah. So yeah. so like, do you guys have like a signature dish, like for for like a family gathering or like a work potluck back when those were a thing, like pre-COVID, the before times were weird. Yeah, when people gathered together and ate food in the same place. Oh, they place. still do that. That's why we're where we are now. You have the a uh, Delta variant. There, there's more than just that reason why we're here, but that's a different story. Well, um, it could have been a lot better. So to answer the question, I, I, have, I have an, a separate answer for both. So for family, if the listener doesn't know, my, fam- my mom's side of the family is Peruvian. And if you ever go to Peru you will see a very heavy Asian influence. Um, oh, and, I had no idea. Yeah, actually, um, the, the the Chinese use Peru to funnel in, I hate to say this, but rice, and sell it for, like, bargain bargain level prices. So wait a minute, wait, wait. By, we're, by being sold, we're being sold Chinese rice? Marketed well, no, as we probably Peruvian bought, we rice? We probably bought... We probably buy rice from Texas or Iowa or California, one of the the state's rice producers, right? You can buy jasmine rice grown in California. I think the bag says even that. No, but South America, China would use Peru and other South American countries to export their rice through South America to bypass embargoes and whatnot. Anyways, so there's a history lesson. There's a very heavy chinese asian influence in peru and so my favorite dish growing up that my grandma used to make me and now my mom makes is in spanish called estofadito chino which is this asian fusion it's like um a protein kind of slathered in a a sauce made from soy sauce and um but it's a sweet soy sauce not unlike something you would taste teriyaki Like a teriyaki, like, but it's, it's teriyaki, almost teriyaki. It's like, it's, it's weird to describe. Teriyaki. Yeah, it's a proven, it's a, yeah, we can get it here in the state side. Um, if we go, go to like one of those Asian markets, they'll, they'll usually have it. Um, hmm. And the sauce is thickened a little bit with some um, cornstarch. And then you marinate the protein. It can be fish, it can be chicken, it can be beef. And then you eat it served on top a plate of rice. White rice, preferably sticky rice, whatnot. Sounds and, almost uh, like mole. Yeah, so, almost like mole um, in a very different way. Um, and it is my favorite dish. I, I, my grandma has since passed away, so she luckily taught my mom and my aunt how to make it. But when I make it, as you know, as you gentlemen know, it's not the same when you make it yourself. I, mm-hmm. I, I it probably going to take me at least another decade or two to hone the recipe. To get it, but when my mom makes it, it's like it's like a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. 
Like, it's the only dish I will come home and eat. Like, my mom's like, it's on the table. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I am not eating. I am withholding my palate for this dish. Now, so, for work. She's like, it's on the table. No, it's not. It's in my stomach. <laughs> what table? I buy and the it's table. gone. And, and it's, gone. it's gone. For workplace it really depends Ooh, wait, on wait that just what... occurred to me i'm sorry that was just a south park reference it, no no we, i'm we not i'm not a south park things. watcher yeah but oh like, i see i see there so there, you want culture listener there's your there's your culture south park brian learned some no i got one more culture thing before i move on to you two my um my workplace it depends on what is required like if so the, if the entrepreneur is taken care of my usual go-to is drinks. And John, you have one guess knowing what drink I want to bring the most. Oh, God. Um, Doritos? Drink, Brian? You're going to drink Doritos? No, Jaritos? Jaritos? Jaritos. No, what's Excuse the matter with me. you? I'm, I'm diabetic. No, I can't have them. It's a drink he made is the point. No, no, no. A drink I'll make. I'll bring. Not, not make. I'll bring a drink. The oh, one drink okay. I want to bring. Uh, Dr. Pepper. Uh, of course. Mandatory. mandatory. And then I, I will I, I, then... I'm, oh, I'm not drinking Dr. Pepper tonight. I'm drinking I, Jack and Coke. I Oops. will then use my powers of observation to see what drink my coworkers like the most. And it could be Diet Coke. It can be Sprite. It can be Orange Fanta. It can be Haritos for all I know. But then I'll use, like, who knows we like all this? I'm like, it's just observation, just watching people, what they do. It's kind of what mm. I do for a living. But that's in a your, dessert. That's your I, algorithm at work is identifying. It is my algorithm. It like, is Paul's algorithm. That is one of the most talented skills a person can have is like picking something and, and recommending it to somebody who's never see, had knowing it Knowing what to recommend. Yeah. But, but see, I've been told I look into things too much and I should stop it. But that's beside the point. You've only been told that by people who don't look into things enough. You've only been told <laughs> that by people who don't like you. <laughs> Dang, John. You, uh, for the listener that was, that's going to listen to that, like, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully tuned back in. Anyways, if it's not for drinks, then I'll go to um, sides, which is chips and salsa. And okay. uh, I'll, I'll, cause the John seen me, John sees me eat at Mexican restaurants. I lose a little bit of control when there's a plate of chips and salsa in front of me. And, and then you gain 10 pounds. Right. And then I did learn recently, gentlemen, that me- Mexican cuisine, Mexican food is so precious and golden. It is actually a UNESCO preserved item. As Interesting. In, as it, it will be preserved for the ages. And the only thing I could research into it, the reason why, was because it was one of the few culture, cultural indigenous influenced food that was not influenced by the the European um, mm-hmm. invasion. So, Right, because people tend to forget Native Mexicans are also technically Native Americans. Correct. Same as... Native Peruvians are technically Native Americans as well. Yeah. So. Like, North and South America are still America. Uh, yeah, and they used to be one giant continent until we carved out of Panama, so. But that's enough Paul dropping knowledge. John, what's your 
what's your quote up family signature dish or your signature dish? Up until, well, actually still, uh, I was going to say up until recently, but no, I still make it. I do, I do jala- stuffed jalapenos, uh, like jalapeno poppers. And okay. it's, it's just a, a jalapeno cut in half and it's got cream cheese and mm. like a Mexican blend of cheese mixed together, filled in. And then I pop it in the air fryer for like five to 10 minutes. And it is so simple and it is so goddamn addictive. Sounds like the deviled eggs of vegetables. Dude, I could fucking scarf down some deviled eggs. I tell you what. Mm. So then Uh. the question becomes, John, I've known you for how many years and like shared like the same zip code with you. How come you've never made this for me? You bastard. When was the last time we had a potluck together, Paul? 2014. When was the last oh. time you had a desk pop? <laughs> no, I, here's the thing. I didn't have my air fryer in 2014. Ah, there it is. Excuses. That's, Love it. Yeah. yeah Brian. I, did, I, did, I didn't know how to cook in 2014, Paul. Fair. Brian, signature dish, go. Uh, with my limited cooking experience, I pride myself on an average, being an average baker. I've made pumpkin okay. spice cookies. That you know. Let me let me, this... let me praise you for a bit. Okay. Um, I suck at baking, so it's like, just following directions. It's like with little. I can't. I can't follow directions. Okay, story. To and you praise, yell at me, Brian. You yell at me for not listening. I think the for, irony for here pra- is palpable. For I just praising Brian, I used to work for the county, right in my in my former law enforcement capacity or public safety, whatever you want to call it, right. I remember a coworker would bring brownies as her like potluck dish. And you could tell they're made from the box, right? But mm-hmm. you know, you know what you get from a box. Like at least you know it's all the ingredients. <laughs> it's, it's like going to McDonald's. It's like going to McDonald's. You know exactly what you're going to get. You know, it varies. You might get stale fries, you might get fresh fries. It, it could it could vary a little bit. But you know what you get. Oh no, not this coworker's brownies. Oh my goodness. It's love she like it's like she made them with hate. Like <laughs> You know you know the saying made with love? Nah, the, fuck that. The secret she ingredient made them, is love. She, her, she made them with hate. And her I remember the ingredient is hate. <laughs> I remember I was bitching about it, right, to another coworker, and she's like, Quit your bitching, Vela, let me take and she like dry heaved <laughs> scooped it out of her mouth and she's like these are made with hate and it I does not... taste like grandma <laughs> it does taste like grandma so, and sorry. there's the other Simpsons there's the other Simpsons that's to the tobacco that's what that episode tobacco. is the phrase tobacco. made with love implies a flavor or a flavor enhancer now made no, with no, no, hate I, is that a flavor or a flavor I, I disagree I disagree Brian because I make my mom's signature dish or my family's dish is tovoito chino. The same ingredients, the same process, but in my opinion, my mom's and my grandma's taste infinitely better than what I can produce. Because I think when I make it, I make it, you know, out of a necessity, right? Like, I want to I wanna make this. That's the goal. Whereas when they make it, they, they have the passion and they... They put their time into their craft. A craft honed over decades, right? Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm, uh, my craft has considerably not been honed over decades. <laughs> <laughs> I 
over days. Yeah. My 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 little brother is actually one of the best cooks I ever I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, if only he could, you know, stick with anything long enough to to make a career out of it. Oh, maybe uh, I should. One of those brothers too, huh? <laughs> maybe I, maybe I shouldn't ridicule him on a on a public podcast. No, well, he, he listened to this podcast, and we know which brother it is. He knows who he is. <laughs> Does he listen? No, I don't think so. I don't think he knows. Oh, well, we then even I'm have not going to say hi to John's brother. So, <laughs> hi, hi, Al. I love you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um, I I kind of brought this up because I'm sorry, Brian. You were talking about baking. your baking. Please tell yes. me about this. I want to hear this. So in my limited cooking experience, I've I've fastened myself as something of a amateur average baker in that I my signature baking dish would have been is uh pumpkin spice chocolate chip cookies. Now is good. it is it is it a boxed like come the the mix or no, is it something you I make, make it from scratch. scratch. Oh. So when we go, when me and John go to the East Coast mm-hmm. for our for maybe our idiot abroad, partially, you're making these for us. I need I need to see what you're competent at. Enjoy because everything else though? I've seen. When, why not? Whenever we have happen to go, the thing you can you can get pumpkin spice and stock up on it. Yeah, right? or whatever. I mean, that your is a key are. ingredient, absolutely. It's Hell, just... I'll buy it for you in October when it comes out, and you can just store it away in your like man cave over there. Yeah. Until it's until we show up. You know what but... we could do? We could we could just do a potluck. All of us could make our individual dishes and sit around and eat them and FedEx but... them over. No, no, no. We, we'll, we, we'll be, we'll we be in person visit. somewhere. Yeah. So we Paul could, also... could make his uh, thing that I can't pronounce at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could make my jalapenos, which would be a side, right? Paul's is a main dish, mine's a yep. side, and yours is a, a, Brian's is a dessert. I'm a dessert so boy. Like we, I'm like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You, you gotta touch my belly when you see me. <laughs> no, then I might. I, I'm not willing to touch you in any way. <laughs> Don't worry, Paul. I'll poke your belly. I'll, I'll shake. <laughs> I'll shake your hand if you're lucky. <laughs> you might get a hug. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Depends how much murderous intent I have when I'm over there. Depending on the quality of the cookies, De- te- depends on if you take me to spaghetti factory or not. You ass. We don't. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. <laughs> Good. Or or order Domino's pizza. I would. Well, I, do, I might strangle you. We kind of do that happen. here. We kind of do that. Well, you call yourself Italian. You call yourself a New Yorker. I'm just perverted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Italian. I'm just perverted. <laughs> I wasn't ready. So you're right about the hour mark, but before we uh, go, when has when has that ever mattered? Oh, ha- hang on, I I I I wanted to bring up one last thing. Okay, one. Each. I the the whole reason I brought up this this signature dishes topic was to lead into another micro idiot story. All uh, right to to end the to end the episode, John. Let's hear this micro idiot story. I'll, I'll give Brian his afterward, but but I will I will I will finish mine with this. Something you're um, passionate about. Go on. <laughs> I was I was attempting to make a new signature dish, potentially, uh, candied bacon. If you remember from the uh, the Great mm, Burger debate, yes, candy, I bacon. I wanted candied bacon on my on my <sighs> ideal burger. So, I tried making some candied bacon the other day, and I fucked up the um the. We 
we ended up putting like a a maple syrup like sauce on it kind of which was a mistake because then it went in the oven for at 375 and fucking burned maple syrup into my pan Um, what's the matter with you there's your marinade but not only did it burn into the pan I pulled out the bake. Hey, I pulled out Giggity. the bacon from the oven, and I dripped some molten boiling maple syrup sauce on my hand. I'm sorry, is this going to get bad? No, and also on the pot holders. And so, like, I put the I put the bacon back in the oven after I finish, you know, doing what I was doing to it. And then I'm like, you know what I should do? I should wash these pot holders. So I go upstairs and I start a load of laundry and I throw the potholders in with you, the bacon you, still in the you, oven. You, you <laughs> are, that tops, I didn't think it was possible. I think, I thought, and they with call the me password stupid. fiasco, with the password fiasco, that was, you couldn't top it. Boy, did I get proven wrong. What is the matter with you, Jonathan Dishaw? I have a one track mind sometimes. That's the end of my idiot story. Brian, you uh, had a topic I, that I, you wanted to finish up I with. I don't know what to do with you right now. I am just, just I am be appalled. mad at me and listen to Brian. I am appalled. Yes, so 21 years ago, there was a game that came out. Called, 2000, okay. 2000, yep, called Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Oh, God, you're going to fucking talk about this again. All right. I recently got into fighting games like as, a, as an audience member, as an observer. And okay, you've gotten wa- into the community. Yeah, I want to throw my hat into the proverbial ring, as it were. My proverbial hat into the proverbial ring. I mean, and it's almost a literal ring, but yeah. Yes, yeah, so being a public podcast, I would be remiss if I didn't discuss the hashtag movement that has swept the internet, or a niche community thereof, called hashtag FreeMVC2. Okay. Now, to be fair... I am a big fan of Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Sure. New Age of Heroes. That is the subtitle. Yes. Go ahead. So, the purpose of the hashtag FreeMVC2 is to raise awareness to reboot the game since it was pulled from uh, PlayStation Network and Xbox stores due to rights issues with the publisher and or developer. I'm not entirely right, because, sure. Because Disney owns marvel now yes disney is the is the owner which is half of the game (laughs) exactly well you know what i guess i guess they do know now own x-men and the fox properties so yeah Mm -hmm. it does fall under their jurisdiction but if you remember uh marvel versus capcom infinite came out a couple of years ago with pre-approved characters that you know right but it it didn't have any x-men in it because nope. at the time, Fox was still the, o- the the owner of that. The start of the X-Men franchise, as it were, cinematically. But yeah, the, the, the point of hashtag FreeMVC2 is to raise awareness for a reboot, remaster, and or reselling of the game. Such that, you know, it's it's been out... Uh, one cannot buy this game anymore since 2013. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'm just using the platform to to plug something that I have recently become passionate about, and I hope it gains traction. Well, you heard it here second, folks. Because you probably heard it somewhere better. <laughs> Almost definitely. No, see, like I, like I said, I I was a big fan of Marvel vs. Capcom two back in the day. Like my 
My team, by the way, was uh, Charlie, Wolverine, and Chun-Li. Ooh, original. Yeah, I, I didn't do, um, oh god, what was it? Was it Magneto? Yep, Magneto, and... maybe Gambit, but that's more of a B-tier character. No. Nobody nobody played Gambit. Nobody? Come on, I would. I would. I would make that shit meta. It was Magneto, Captain America, and, uh, oh god, not Strider hear you? That was another one. What's the the giant robot? Sentinel. Sentinel. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was mostly those three characters that that people would just spam their uh, their assists, and you couldn't do anything ex- until you died. Yep, metas are notoriously unoriginal in most fandoms. So in well, most competitive fandoms, yeah. If but you want to I... hear a more lengthy discussion in fandoms, uh, an on a whim episode, of my personal podcast does. I discuss with Grover the intricacies of meta and fandoms and whatnot and how he feels as a dev. So oh, pretty cool. I might have to go listen to this episode then. You yeah, just might same. Have to. Oh, look at you two finally listening to On a Whim for once. We're finally well, I've listened to it before. You listened to one other episode and you were like lost and confused, John. Wow. Well, <laughs> who says I'm not lost and confused already? <laughs> well, if you're anything like the listener who's been lost and confused for the past... Hour and change. <laughs> so, um, what they're hopefully not lost and confused about is where to find us on the internet on Twitter. And exactly, Anatomy Idiot Pod. Um, yeah, go ahead and then rate us on any of the number of po- podcast platforms we're on. Right, rate us nine and a half out of five, preferably ten, ten out <laughs> nine, of five. <laughs> nine out of half now, huh? As John likes to say, if you're not over delivering, you're under delivering. That is something I say almost. That is very true. Almost. Well, everyone, I've been Paul. I've been Brian. I'm John. I hate when you go out of order. Uh, It's fine. John will edit and post. And this has been Anatomy of an Idiot. Fuck you, Brian. Just fuck you. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!